0: Rise with India podcast on ET Now. Good morning and happy Friday to you. This is the daily morning update from ET Now, and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 2nd of July. The top news is on crude. WTI crude closed above $75 to the battle for the first time since 2018 after the OPEC Plus alliance descended into bitter infighting. A key member blocked a deal to boost output at the last minute forcing the group to postpone its meeting. The standoff between the United Arab Emirates and the rest of the cartel could ultimately mean that the OPEC plus won't increase production at all, according to a delegate. Without a deal, it would fall back on existing terms that call for output to remain unchanged until April of 2022. That would squeeze an already tight market, risking an inflationary price spike. Moving on. The dent to Indian financial institutions' balance sheets has been much less than earlier projected, and banks have sufficient capital and liquidity buffers to withstand future shocks, according to the financial stability report released by the Reserve Bank of India yesterday. Banks' gross non-performing assets could rise to 9.8% by March 2022, from around 7.48% as of the end of last March under the baseline scenario and to 11.22 percent under a severe stress scenario but the stress in the medium micro and small enterprises segment is being seen as enormous at the end of march 2021 for state-owned lenders 15.9 percent of loans less than 25 crore to the msme sector had turned bad This was against an NPA ratio of 13.1% at the end of December 2020 and 18.2% at the end of March last year. Loans that were overdue between 0 and 30 days rose 60.7%, a clear sign of the impact of the second wave of the pandemic. Meanwhile, an update on the fight against COVID-19. The total number of COVID-19 vaccine doses administered in the country has crossed 35 crore, according to the COVIN Dashboard. And what's more, over 9.61 crore vaccines have been administered to beneficiaries in the age group of 18 to 44 years, according to the Union Health Ministry. In international news, the world took a large step towards closing the gaps in international tax law that currently allow for tax avoidance by the largest, most profitable companies. After years of setbacks and missteps, the deal brokered in negotiations at the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development sets the stage for the group of 20 finance ministers to sign off on an agreement in principle for a minimum tax rate for corporations at a meeting in Venice next week. That could mean implementation, as soon as 2023, of rules that would make multinational companies pay an effective rate of at least 15% and give smaller countries more tax revenue from foreign firms. In other news, the Trump Organization and its chief financial officer, Alan Weisselberg, were charged with tax-related crimes late on Thursday. The Manhattan District Attorney's Office brought charges against Trump's long-serving and trusted CFO, who surrendered later in the day. He was charged with failing to properly report company perks, including rent-free apartments, school fees and cars. Weisselberg intends to plead not guilty, as per a statement put out earlier. And he intends to fight the charges in court. And with that, it's over to Rohit Singh for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, boys. How are we looking today?
1: Good morning, Alex. The trend is clear. We are likely to stay caught in a vortex of consolidation, and the focus would slowly shift towards the earnings season beginning later this month. The global setup has been supportive, with the S&P 500 clocking new highs for sixth day in a row. There is hope that the momentum in U.S. recovery will continue. Latest data to support this has been the unemployment benefit number, coming in at a fresh pandemic low. U.S. futures will now track the monthly jobs report expected tonight. Oil, meanwhile, has climbed up above the $75 mark once again to test three-year highs. A crucial decision from OPEC Plus on production for the rest of the year is expected today. We read reports that the UAE has expressed dissent over a Saudi-Russian oil deal on production cuts. Back home, we are singing a different tune with stocks falling for a fourth day in a row. We have now closed below the 15,700 level, which could make us a bit cautious. Banking shares both the brunt and even tech shares joined the sell-off, adding to the pressure. Foreign investors have again sold 1,200 crore rupees worth of shares. Domestic institutional investors managed to support the market with a 800 crore rupee buy. Let's tell you about the active stocks this morning. The entire automotive pack will be buzzing at the street, digests the June dispatch numbers. Aisha Motor doubled its sales, while Hero Moto sales rose by one and a half times compared to May. The government has approved 14 eligible applicants under the IT Hardware PLI scheme, Dixon being one of them. A consortium of lenders to Vodafone Idea have sought government intervention to provide some relief to the cash-strapped operator. Zydus Cadilla has applied for emergency use approval for its 3-dose COVID vaccine that has showed 67% efficacy. Aurobindo Pharma is demerging its injectables business into another subsidiary for a sum of 1,300 crore rupees. Watch out for Lupin as it managed to get the USFD approval for supplemental application of its drug Solosec. Sagar Cement has approved a stock split in the ratio of 1 is to 5. Titan has appointed Ashok Sonthale as the new CFO of the company. Edelweiss Group is likely to exit the insurance-broking business and partner Galahar is likely to take full control of the JV. SRAI Infra Finance has approved a resolution to raise up to 2,500 crore rupees through various means, including a QIP. To recap, the strong lineup of IPOs this month could also mean money drying up on Dalal Street. Very soon, earnings momentum will start showing up. Still, keep an eye on pockets like Pharma and Midcap, where we have sustained momentum going. That's all from my end. Wish you all a profitable day ahead. Thank you and it's back to you Alex. Thanks Rohit
0: and as always thank you all for listening in. Have a great Friday and an even better weekend. The Rise with India podcast on ET Now.